everyone welcome back to another episode of happy hour with that guy tom hey guys and me and you mr pat hey this is episode number 16 pat if uh our podcast was a person it could drive well after the show it could that's true it's like it's birthday right now it's gotta (laughs) wait yeah it's gotta wait oh whatever dude um, so <laughs> it doesn't matter, Pat. It was a joke. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, well, anyway, welcome back. It's it's Christmas week, Tom. Yeah, tis the season. That's right. So we only got two work days left. At least I know you don't. You're on vacation, but I have vacation two, mood. I have two work days left, and then I'm done for a couple days. So that's good. Nice, nice. So what are you up to this week, Tom? Um wrapping christmas gifts i gotta wrap them uh i still have to get my parents something nice uh I don't know, other than that i'm just chilling nice. chilling like a villain nice. um i told yana i was gonna watch breaking bad but then he bought me a book and so i might read the book instead yeah so so we're probably gonna have to have a book club i think we're just gonna have to do that you know so that book showed up at my doorstep in an amazon box and yeah. i was like uh i didn't order anything from amazon and I opened it, and it's a book. And I was like, "Well, I definitely didn't order a book from Amazon." Like, fuck. <laughs> and then I was like, "Did somebody like hack me? Did someone like get into my? You know what I mean?" Yeah. And then it shipped to my address instead of theirs. And then I was like, "But this book sounds vaguely familiar." And so I scrolled through our conversations, and I remember Yana talked about it. Yeah. And then I was like, "Yana, did you send me a book?" And he was like, "Guilty." <laughs> Well, but I told him, I was like, well, me and Pat are going to have to do like a book club now where we both read, yeah, you know, like 100 pages and then talk about it and then keep going. Yeah, absolutely. So, Tom, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a delicious Blue Moon Belgian White, which is a Belgian-style wheat ale. Mm, never heard mm, of it mm. before. I know, right? It's brand new. Um, I hate when people say it's a craft beer. It's not. Because I remember... Back in the the day, um, when our friends were first getting into like craft beers, and I'd be like, "Nah, I, I don't like craft beers." And I'm like, "Well, you like Blue Moon? That's a craft beer." No, it's not a craft beer. It's definitely not. No. I mean, uh, what not, are you drinking, bud? It's not on the same like level as like Bud Light, but it's not a craft beer. Anyway, well, when I think of like craft beer, I think of all like IPAs and like. Oh, speaking of craft beers. Okay. I'm drinking a Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA. That sounds like a craft beer to me. It's a very crafty beer. Um, I'm glad that you're not drinking a um, truly 24-ounce <laughs> strawberry lemonade tonight. Well, I do. I, I am finishing one right now. For the 100th time in a row. What? I am finishing one right now. But Oh, God. <laughs> it's only 12-ounce. Don't worry. I did buy a brand-new 24-pack today. Good for you. You want to know what it was? It. What is it? Highlight. Uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Rebel, you. All right. I love Canada Dry so much more than I love uh, Schweppes. Yeah, me too. All right, Tom. So, Pat, stop trying to rush the conversation. I'm over here talking about ginger ale. You're talking about freaking ginger ale. I want to get because one is better than the other. I agree with you. Let's move. Pat, what do you think about polar ginger ale? I like some of their seltzer drinks, not seltzer water. But you know the stuff at Stop and Shop, like the 99 cent bottle, is like you know, and like like raspberry lime and stuff like that. Yeah. Those drinks, those are the ones. I like. Okay, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like sodas, but they're not yes, like yes, they're, they're, a cola or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Got you. Got you. Cool, man. All right, Tom. Guess what? 
Uh, what? So tonight our topic is a special one. Ooh. For all the nerds and geeks out there. Nerds and geeks and dweebs. And speaking of nerds and geeks. <laughs> Freaks and geeks. Yeah. We have a special guest tonight. Ooh. So on the line, all the way from Lenox, Massachusetts, please say hello to my sister, Molly. Hi. Is that my cue? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Hi, guys, with a Z. Uh, Molly, where's Lennox? Lennox is in the Berkshires, which is the western part of the state, which I had yeah, I never the... really been to until a couple years ago. My... The Berkshires is huge. Yes. So we're in the southern part. Uh, my fiance is from the northern part. And so we decided during the pandemic that we were paying rent in an apartment that we really didn't need to be paying rent in since we're both working from home. So we relocated out here. And nice. uh, it's been great. It's a great place to be for the fall and winter and foreseeable future. Yeah, I went to a wedding in the Berkshires. Um, and I don't remember what part. But it was a house that uh, it was in this like 200 year old farmhouse and it was huge. And John Lennon and Oko Yono used to stay there at that farmhouse. When they were probably near me, because we're right near Tanglewood. Yeah, I mean, I I wish I remember the the town, but I don't. So, but yeah, so Berkshires, yeah, cool. So, so for those of you been following along, Molly has been sending in some brutal hate mail to Tom over the past couple weeks. Yeah, it's directed at me. It's Uh, shots fired. So we decided, okay, well, you know, this is what we're doing. This is our this is a new year, new us. We're having people on the show to confront us with the horrible things they've been saying. <laughs> True. Oh, I'm just kidding. So you invite the least confrontational person you could you could find. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's accurate. So Molly, you mentioned fiance there. You're getting married, huh? I am. Ooh. September 25th, 2021. What's the guy's name? Or, or His or, name or is girl? Chuck. Or girl? I don't know. Well, you you do know. Pat, don't act like you don't know that your sister's in a relationship with someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, man. Almost 2021. What do you want? Uh, the town I stayed in was New Marlboro. Do you know where that is? Uh, I don't. I've heard about. I've heard of it, but I don't know okay. where it is in relation to Lennox. I don't either. But it was New Marlboro. Tom, thanks for interrupting our story about my yeah. sister's fiance. Thanks for interrupting my story of love. When are you getting married? When's the date? September 25th. Ooh, I'm getting married um, May 1st. Yeah, congratulations. It was supposed to be June 12th. I should be married right now, but goddamn COVID. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, well. So the virus. What's your fiance's name again? Chuck. Chuck. Is it short for Charles or is it it Chuck? Charles Rudolph. Oh, so, so Tom, you, you'll love this. In my phone, Molly's fiance is in there as Charles Breaker of Chains, and he calls Patrick Patty Cakes. So, oh, Patty you know. Cakes. So, anyway, it's a uh, why is he Breaker of Chains, Pat? I don't get. I don't remember why I put him in there as that, but I did. okay. So, okay. So you're War Machine. So, I like I like that. Yeah, I like that. So anyway, Molly, tonight I I invited you onto the show for a specific reason. So let me set the stage. So there are video games. Are, Can I open this? Am I allowed? Yeah. What are you drinking, Molly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. What are you drinking? Good thing someone's keeping you guys in Jesus. line. Jesus. 
<laughs> uh, I'm drinking a Recorder Lig Premium Swedish Hard Cider Wild Berries. Ooh, they're what wild. Is the, what is the ABV? It is 4.5. Oh, my God. Oh, crisp. Yeah. Um, I don't drink beer, and I don't usually do carbonation unless it's a delicious, delicious cider. And uh, it's really pretty, too. Ooh, so. it's like a pink color. Yeah. It is. Hey. It's really tasty. It's, it's like a, a berry color. Yeah. Yeah. What a thought. Yeah. Amazing. When you drink it, do you talk in a Swedish accent? Pretty much. Because it's a Swedish drink. You want to hear hear a funny story? No. So on Thanksgiving, um, Hannah had broke out the Waterford glasses, right? Fancy. And so she had a beer and I had a truly strawberry lemonade. So we decided to pour it into the glasses. Do you know that truly (laughs) strawberry lemonade is pink? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you not know? I didn't. What color did you think it was going to be? Clear. It's seltzer. It's strawberry lemonade flavor. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Anyway, back to video games. So I have been playing video games since Atari. Yeah. Um, and so in the past couple of years, there have been only a couple of people I've been actually played video games with. And luckily, both of them are on the show tonight. So I Hello. want to dedicate a whole show to video games. Yes. Thanks. So I figured, Tom, we can start with nostalgia yes Toasty. Yes. go deep back tamale go deep back i don't care how far back you go give me something uh sega masters talk to us about that i didn't have sega i was not a sega person growing okay up, so this I'm- is like way before sega genesis this right, was right, like right. a very early um i just it just popped up in my head i when i did all my notes i forgot all about it mm-hmm. um but i want to say it came out very early 80s um, it was like the step after Atari. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Beast. Beastmaster was a sweet game I had for it. Castlevania was a sweet game oh, I had yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I had Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Lair, which had the best soundtrack Wait, I've ever heard in my life. Wonder Boy? Yeah. Is Not the song. I was going to say, isn't that a Tenacious Boy? D song? <laughs> it might be from that game because you carry like a sword and like you go and you do battle. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a sick game. Um. Yeah, I remember the day my dad made me sell it at a yard sale. I was so pissed. I was like heartbroken little boy. I was like, I don't want to get rid of it. You hadn't played it in like son. three years. <laughs> I played it all the time. I was playing it today. He made me sell it. All right, never mind. He's a horrible. He came player. in and he was like, "Hey, someone's here to buy it." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Let me beat the level." So I'll be. I'll admit, Tom. Unfortunately, I can't connect with you on that because I, I honestly was not a Sega person until I got a Sega Dreamcast. This was the yeah I had a Sega no. Dreamcast and a Sega Masters. Yeah, Patrick, you had a, was it a Game Gear? Because we used Game to play, Gear. Yeah, oh, we used to play Sonic on that one. What's that? What's Sega? You're right. You're absolutely Sega. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right on that one. Good call. But um, all right, Molly. So Tom has your your Sega Masters. What do you got? Um, I have very very fond memories of actually. I'll I'll get it in a minute. I actually have the cartridge. I found it of uh, playing Turtles in Time. Yes, uh, yes. Patrick and I used to be able to beat that. I'm gonna break the rules. I call Pat. I call him Patrick, even though it's Pat on the oh, thing. Yeah, so. sure. I call him idiot. It's fine. I mean, call me whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
But I just, I have very fond memories of sitting downstairs in the basement on like the video game TV. Which was like this big. It was so small and it was like in a fireplace that we didn't Classic. use. It was amazing. Uh, and just playing Turtles in Time and just absolutely rocking it. That was on the um, Super Nintendo, yeah. the SNES. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had that too. Excuse me, yes, SNES, yes. That game rocked. Oh, so good. Uh, did you ever play the first one that came out on the regular Nintendo? I did. I wasn't as. It big was a super fan. hard. Yeah, I wasn't as big a fan. I played it because I was such a turtle freak. Oh yeah, exactly. But like, I don't think I ever got more than like a third of the way through. Yeah, I mean, I remember the Turtles in Time more than anything else. Yeah, you know, I agree. Especially that level, remember when you're like on surfboards in the sewer and you jump and have to do like kicking. And yeah, dude, you're on like they had little rockets on them, and they had little yeah. spike balls that you had to jump over. Yeah, that game was sick, dude. Wasn't there a level on a train, or you were trying to get on the yeah. train? Yeah, yeah, on top of the train, right? Yep. Oh, what was the name of that level? I, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Bury my oh. shell at wounded knee. That was yes. Oh, good memory, dude. Yep, that was level. damn. Yep. I have I have like very because we were both super into Ninja Turtles when we were kids. Who wasn't? Yeah. I have like very specific Ninja Turtles memories burned into my brain. I remember the first movie came out, the first live action movie, oh, which was so good. what a classic. Nothing. Um, like, Corey Feldman was in. That's it. almost like a horror movie. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's dark. This like, yeah, it's a lot. It's um, very dark like for a kids movie. movies. It's absolutely yeah. Like- yeah, um, but we were all like getting ready to go to the theater and everything and everyone was, was rushing and I trying to be helpful. That was probably like three or four when it came out, right? Came trying out. to close the garage door. I was standing on, it's like a tricycle. Oh, yeah. Tricycle fell out from underneath me. I fell face planted, garage door closed on my hand. And I remember my mom saying that like, oh, maybe we shouldn't go to the movie. And just that was what made me burst into tears. And I was like, I can't miss the Ninja Turtles. How dare you? Did you guys go? We did. Nice. Yep. Sure did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look up what year yeah, you think it came out. We said, "Fuck my sister." We're came out in 1990. <laughs> yeah, so I was that was three or four. Yeah, I was yeah. six. Yeah, I was six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Tom and Molly are the same age. By the way, true. Just in case you guys yeah. are keeping score at home. I was born in 1987. Same. I was born in January of 87, though. February. Oh, I'm older. <sighs> Thanks, wow. Pat. That's what yeah. I think of that. That's what Thanks, I think of that. Buddy, Pat's hey. almost 40. I'm, I'm going on 37, so there you go. That, that's almost 40. I know. I wasn't disagreeing with you. Eh, sounded like it. Eh. Anyway, so let, eh. let, let me throw something out there for you. Throw it. Molly. Patrick. Saturday mornings when we were much younger, mm-hmm. what would we do when all of us woke up? We would all go down to mom and dad's room and we'd get in the big king-size bed and we'd watch Saturday morning cartoons on the like nine-inch tv that was in there that didn't have a remote but what were what were some things that we were allowed to do sometimes on that tv oh we 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 you sometimes we played atari. what you might have been too young to remember but I'm just i know we played atari on it oh yeah and so do you yeah. remember any of the games we played uh i don't remember the names of them there was one where you were like a like a biker going down a mountain okay i'll get to that in a second hold on Tim, by the way, our other brother is convinced that I don't remember this. Okay. No. Yeah. That's do you remember like a? Do you mean like a mountain bike or a motorcycle? No, it was like a mountain bike. You would like yeah. try and go like it was basically one of like you try and go down as far as you could down the mountain. Got you. There would be like ramps and. Mud. I didn't know if it was like I a dirt remember, bike or a. Yeah. And I'll look up the name. I, I apologize. I did not look up the name for this game, but I remember laughing so hard playing that game. 
Like all four of us would be laughing at what? Just laughing when we'd all like, you know, because I don't know if it was the animations or whatever, but like it was just hilarious to me that game. So the other two games I'm thinking of, one was, was it called Mountain King? One, one was Joust. Don't remember, remember that you one. on the ostriches and you like go back and forth. You don't remember Joust? It sounds amazing, but I don't remember it. Oh, that was a good one. And that was, uh, was it Jungle Hunt? Was that the name of it? Oh, Jungle. I do remember Jungle Hunt. Yeah. yeah. With the swinging like, vines like and stuff. Jump on the alligators yeah. and stuff. And you did like the Tarzan yell when you got on. I do the remember that one. Yeah. Pat, what's so, the Tarzan sound, yell sound like? Well, on an 8 bit sound, it was like. <laughs> you sound like a sick dog. But I remember you jump on the heads of the alligators and they had scorpions awesome. and spiders and stuff like underneath. Anyway, yep. so Atari was my first. I mean, personally, I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of people's first game system, but. Honestly, for me, nostalgic-wise, the system that just doesn't even come... Nothing else ever comes close. N64. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Not Just, just nothing. But that was, close. like, my fifth system. See, that was my... So, so that, that was... So we had Atari, NES, SNES, and then we had N64. So, yeah, that was, like, fourth for us. Yeah. I feel like part of that though might have been that like literally we had it wasn't a finished basement but there's like a room in the basement that we refer to as the library because it had a lot of bookshelves in it because it had books in it yeah <laughs> but it's a library it sounds a lot grander than it was but that's where you would go to play video games yeah. and like there was a computer down there we play spelunks Ooh. and things like that well, but I feel like see Molly see here's where I'll stop you for a second the N64 Remember we had that gigantic projection TV? Right. And that's what I'm saying is I think the N64 was the first one that was like upstairs yeah. in the family room, front and center. That That's awesome. In fact, yeah. not to where it should be. My mom would take the to controllers and would not give it to me until after school on Fridays. Yeah. Well, Pat, do you know why she did that? Because I was a horrible person. Yeah, because you wouldn't so anyway, have done anything else. So let, let's stick there because we all agree N64 is an amazing system, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So think about top three games. I'm going to start with you, Tom. Okay. Top three games for N64. Top three games? Yep. Star Fox 64. Oh, yeah. GoldenEye yep. and Super Mario with yep. Mario Kart being a tight yep. fourth. All, 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 all very... I also fucked with uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. 1080 snowboarding and yep. Pilot Wing 64. I don't know if you ever played yes. that. You know what, Tom? That game was awesome. Let's just stop the list there because you literally just named every single game I was going to name. So, you know what? You win. Congratulations. <laughs> I have one to add. All right, go ahead. What are you going to add? Wave Race. Yes. Oh. When you're on the jet skis. So good. So yeah. fun. But did you know? I learned this subsequently and I wish I'd known it at the time because it would have been amazing. There was a, like a cheat code you could put in with a controller where the announcer would just be so sarcastic. That's like, awesome. Throughout the entire race, he's like, oh, great job. Oh, nice. You're in first. Idiot. I love it. Like, it's oh, so amazing. Gone are the days of cheat codes. And it, and it wasn't, I was it, and it wasn't even just codes, thinking that. And it wasn't even cheat codes that, like made the game easier. It just like made the game different. Like it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like remember in uh, GoldenEye, it was like Donkey Kong mode where everyone's head was gigantic. And, yeah. Like, you did big head mode or like paintball yeah. mode. Like it didn't make the game easier. It just made it more fun. Made the game more well, I'm fun. Gonna, I'm going to disagree with you that those days are gone though. They're gone on consoles for sure. PC yeah. gaming is a wild west. Well, okay, and so I mean, you can mod and you can do all kinds of things, but like, yeah, so like, I, I don't know how to do that. Right. 
But so Skyrim, there's a mod you can download for Skyrim where every dragon is Macho Man Randy Savage. That's awesome. And so when you hear, like, instead of the dragons roaring, he's just like, oh, yeah, through the sky. And it's That's beautiful. Yeah. I love so, that. So, but did you ever have, like, the, um, what was the Game Genie or, like, game Genie, yes. was that you the name that, of it? Molly, you'd plug the Nintendo game into the Game Genie. and then Oh, yeah. And then before, and, you, when you started the game, like, the Game Genie would pop up and you had the whole book full of codes for every single game. Yeah, and you could pick what cheats you wanted to yes. like use. Yes, I remember that, that was awesome. Good, whoever invented that, good and, and for see, you. And see, Molly, here's the difference too. All these cheats were part of the game, right? So these new ones, they're just people have added stuff. Like all this stuff I'm talking about was part of the game. Like it was developed and created by the people who made it. Did you I ever agree. play like NFL Blitz? Yes. Because uh, they had some fun cheats for that too. They didn't have like gore mode or something where you like they did load people and stuff. Yeah, you could do that. And they also had like the big head and stuff like that. And yep. yeah, big it head was a popular one. It is kind of interesting, though, because in the, the, the modern community, which I'm not part of, but I think is fascinating, um, there is all this kind of uproar about different developers not enabling mods. So basically not making mods possible even for right. the game. They shut it down before it starts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And some really, really creative game types and things like that come out of user mods and so there's they're kind of like oh i'm not I'm i get not, it but it's also I'm, yeah i'm not saying mods are stupid they shouldn't be do i'm just saying that to me the, it's a different the, kind the of cheat codes of yesterday are not the same today right yeah if that makes sense that, that's what i'm saying yeah. I'm it's been democratized wrong. right I'm yeah i'm saying it's wrong i'm just saying it's much different i agree no I, i'm with you 100 although i have been playing um the witcher 3 uh and i i went online and i was like are there cheat codes for this game just because like if i could have infinite money why not you know what i mean if i use them in gta i'm going to use them in the witcher say, uh there i could GTA. not find it so gta is still one of those games that has the old school cheat modes in it and i love it so yeah anyway, uh but i was like you know it's a very similar style open world game to gta and i was like maybe there's cheat codes for this but there weren't and i got kind of sad because i was like it would have been cool you know i hear you yeah. I hear you. Uh, Tom, so I don't I don't want to lose anything, but we do got to take a break. Let's um, take a break. When we come back, though, Molly, I want to get into some Zelda games. Yes. And yes, please. Both of you, I want to get into GTA and Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Yes. So we're going to take a break, everyone. We'll be back in just a minute. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. So two things before we jump back in. First of all, Molly has made a costume change. So Molly, why don't you walk us through that? Sure. Um, I heard the word Zelda and I felt the need to retire to the powder room and retrieve my uh, Legend of Zelda bathrobe, um, which has, uh, it's green and it has a hood like Lynx with the long end and it has the uh, Hylian shield on the back. Nice. And uh, I love it. It makes me real happy. Um, super warm, cozy, so grown-up size. Here's a Everyone loves a good robe. If you can't nerd out, you need to turn this podcast off right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah nerd central. Thing, second thing, Molly, I can't help but notice that I don't have one of those. That sounds like a you problem. Oh! I'm 
pretty sure Christmas is three days away. <laughs> yeah, and wait till you get your Christmas present. Oh, Jesus. All right, cool. Molly, what is it? What'd you get him? Pat, take your headphones off. <laughs> What'd you get him, Molly? I can't hear There's you. a lot of stuff in there. I can't hear Oh, you. Pat, you no got to do nothing. No idea what you're saying right now. Okay. Put your headphones back on, Pat. All right, I'm back. I'm back. All right. Pat, so, you won't believe what she got you. It's oh, insane. My goodness. I'm sure she yeah. told you too. Anyway. Totally not. <laughs> she got you some walnuts. So, Molly, you have your Zelda uh, bathrobe, which is great. Um, and then I think you went and got to get something else, didn't you? Oh, I did. I did. Oh. Uh, when we moved to Lennox, as we were unpacking, I discovered. Uh, two Super Nintendo Entertainment System cartridges that I ha- that I somehow ended up with. Uh, I have Ken Griffey Jr.'s Winning Run, but much more importantly, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Time. Uh, so, so, the- so that is my property, first of all. Pat, you have nothing to play it on. Second of all, how dare you? How dare you? So, so that's pretty cool, having some... So to me, N64 cartridges... Nintendo cartridges, SNS cartridges, just timeless. timeless. Yeah. You got the whole blow thing you got, you know, stick it right in, blow it, blow the dust off, stick it back in that hole. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just, you got to blow just, it before you, you stick know. it. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, I want to talk a little bit about Legend of Zelda. Do it. Okay. So I may be alone in this thought. You're not. But to me, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time maybe one of the best games ever created dude i i like that game but i don't know if i would go that far ever created yeah i i think that it was a truly extraordinary game when it came out it was completely leaps and bounds beyond anything that came out at the time it was revolutionary for sure it was the first like open world type of game like Like, 3d open world yeah. yeah absolutely i just remember watching you play it and just like mind being blown every time you went to a new area like this game i went out and pre-ordered like a year before it came out i ordered Did you like, really i ordered like the gold cartridge yeah i remember that how old were you when it came out we were high, we were what is it i think 98 I, I think yeah i was gonna say it's either eighth grade or, or freshman year one of the two for me at least um it was eighth grade or freshman year um but i remember that and i just i i just have so many memories yeah it came out in 98 yeah so i was in eighth grade um, so I just remember when I first got it, it was, it was right before Thanksgiving because a couple things happened. So I went out to the store and got it. It was like the Wednesday at Thanksgiving break. And I remember I got it and I went home and started playing it and my family was going to dinner. <laughs> and my mom said, do you want to come with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I stayed home and played it. And just didn't eat dinner. And then I got so pissed because <laughs> The next day, my dad was going to be the uh, physician for the Danvers High School football team on Thanksgiving. And he was like, hey, you want to come stay on the sidelines with me? I was like, no, I want to play Zelda. (laughs) So I have to beat the game, dad. (laughs) So just to me, the storyline in that game, the characters, like development, like Molly, what you just said about how it being so new. The first time you pick up the sword in the Temple of Time and all of a sudden you're adult Link and the whole game changes. And you can go back in time and you can ride a horse. So today's games, you do it all the time. This was like legit. Like I remember working so hard to get the horse, Epona. 
like I would just I I didn't I didn't do advance the story at all. I was like I gotta get the horse. I gotta get the horse because that was like the coolest thing ever was being able to ride a horse. Yeah, we did that for Red Dead. Do you remember when we tried to get the uh, the rare white Arabian horse? I do, but shut up about Red Dead right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I told you we're gonna get to that. Molly, have you ever gone to King Richard's Fair? I have. Did you buy an ocarina? I did not. The last, time, the last time I went was the day before I had emergency surgery to have my uh, wisdom teeth out. Thanks so yeah, I Tom. did not Thanks enjoy John. King Richard's Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Way to bring up some dark memories, Tom. <laughs> I told you, segment two, we get dark. <laughs> Tell me more about the pain in your mouth that you were. But playing. I would say, so I, for me, Ocarina of Time, um, I mean, I played it, but I was in fifth, sixth grade and I was kind of just starting to really enjoy it. I remember you, me- had a, you had a save file. Yes. And that one was, I mean, that was so far up my alley because I was so into, you know, Lord of the Rings and everything fantasy. In fact, there was a video game that was that was amazing. But for me, the first game that I actually beat start to finish was Majora's Mask, which was also in the 64. And I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, it was the next one that came out. It was the next Zelda game. I actually didn't hate that game. It wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it. It always has a special place in my heart because it was the first game I beat and because it is so weird. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I agree. It is so weird. And they do all kinds of crazy stuff with time. And I love that. Like masks were the big thing in that one. Yes. So you collected all these masks and each mask would give you like certain abilities or, or there was like four, three masks you could collect that changed you into different creatures. Like you could turn to a Zora or a Goron um, or I forget what the other one was. A Deku scrub. Yes. But the, the transformation was the scariest shit ever. It was so scary. Like they had this but it was like the other masks. Mask on. It looked like you were like yeah. murdered by Jason. Like it was. Yeah. Cool. cool. It was like a werewolf transformation. It was crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. um, but then there was, if you got every single mask in the game, you could trade them all in for this thing called a fierce deity mask, which just made you so overpowered. You could basically beat the final boss in like three hits. Sweet. Um, I, I believe the term is OP. See, I was going to say that, but I, was, I wasn't <laughs> normally when you use acronyms, you want to introduce the, the spelling out first. Okay, so. English major. <laughs> um, you're so OP, you get a KO in the first three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. But that, that to me, like that one, that one has a kind of bigger place in my heart than even Ocarina of Time does. Oh, see, and, and I see. But it was pure timing. And I see why, and I yeah. I know exactly what you're saying because I think that you feel like Majora's Mask is the same thing as I feel about Ocarina. Ocarina. I mean, I recognize that Ocarina of Time came first, and Majora's Mask doesn't exist without Ocarina of Time. But yeah, so and then me. there's Twilight Princess. All right, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pat, move closer to your mic. Relax, relax. <laughs> I love Zelda. Um. Tom, you've been kind of quiet. I'm taking it you don't love Zelda. Again, I liked Ocarina of Time, but like I I never got into all the rest of them. You know what I mean? That's fine. I don't even remember many details about Ocarina of Time. It's like I remember more about like um You don't remember the final battle in Ocarina of Time? Oh. I don't maybe I never got there. I don't know. What oh, was it? You missed out. You went Refresh up, my memory. You went up this tower and you fight Ganondorf. And you like basically he like he like, shoots fireballs at you and you hit it back at him. I don't know if that sword. sounds. And then you have to stay down the tower. And then and you go back down the tower and then you face Ganondorf like the pig monster. 
Who man bear pig was helping you the whole time? Yes, man bear pig. Yes, man bear pig. But anyway, so so yes, there are there so there are obviously there are the original Legend of Zelda's like Link in the Past and all that stuff like, and those are just those are just classics in their own right, but for different reasons. I mean, you got the top-down view games. You know those those in those that those times were revolutionary and different. Sure, and uh, and I appreciate that for sure. But obviously, I I mean. If you're looking at all the games as a whole, it's like those things don't even hold the candle to some of the newer ones, right? Would you agree or disagree? I'm confused by your question. The original Zelda games, yes. they were revolutionary and they were amazing in their own right, in their own time. Yes. However, if you're comparing those games to, you know, Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, like to me, it may be just because of where I grew up, they don't hold the candle. Well, I think they're completely it, different. It's apples. And yeah, you can't compare the two. One year, one has like a very nostalgic feel for you specifically that you've tied to it, mm-hmm. so that enhances everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and That's technology true. plays a part in it, and graphics, and and music, and sound, yep. and you know all that stuff. Oh, but that's like, a really good point, Tom. That I wanted to mention is that the the original video games, and I'm going to say eight bit, but I know that it's not actually eight bit, but the the original music for things like Mario and Zelda and all those things mm-hmm. are, I think are amazing because they were just short pieces of music that were played it's on just, a loop. Yeah. I love that. Get, but they didn't get annoying. You didn't sure. get irritated hearing them over and over and over again. And one of the things that I love, and especially I think the Zelda franchise, but Mario has done it a little bit as well in like Mario Odyssey and those sorts of things. They've taken those really, really, really simple loops and made them into these like orchestral pieces of music that are equally beautiful. Sure. For completely different reasons. Yeah. But it's still, but recognizable. It's still so recognizable. Yeah. Like when you're playing breath of the wild and you start to hear like Link's theme coming in and some of the music, it just, it lifts your heart up. It's got gotcha. you. So, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, it's, you're right. It's hard to judge like generational video games. Like, yeah. Each one was good in its time, and it's hard to compare. I agree with that. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Have you played Breath of the Wild? I know that's a jumping a huge, making a huge jump well, from. First of all, you know that I'm giving the kids the Nintendo Switch oh, right. Christmas. So, no, I have not yet, but hopefully soon. Right. Um, I, I won't give away too much. Um, spoil it. Spoil it right now. If It's hard to spoil because it's so big and open and there's so much yeah that yes there's a main storyline but you can do it however you want to do it like you, you can you can go right from the first moment directly to ganon and fight ganon if you want to you're going to get smashed to the ground instantly but you can go see ganon immediately if you want to um and it's kind of your choice if you want to go and like do all of the other storylines. You can do part of the storyline and then go fight Ganon. Like you can do however you want to do it. The other thing that's great about it is that you walk out into this world that is so massive. And unlike things like Ocarina of Time, just purely through what the capabilities were at the time, if you can see it in Breath of the Wild, you can get to it. You can go to that place. It may take you a while. You may need equipment. You may need like a thing in order to do it, but you can get there. That's pretty cool. It's, Which not, is, it's not like just rendered like almost like 
wallpaper like a exactly. backdrop it's, right it's, it's, it's all a goable place exactly and it's like oh i need to get to the top of that mountain i can walk up the path or i can climb up the rocks if i want to or i can fly part way up or like there's so many different ways to do the same thing that it truly feels like kind of the promise of the open world um, really delivered in a lot of ways it's an amazing 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 game and i think it's game changing haha <laughs> in the way in a way similar to <laughs> i get it i get it <laughs> i get it well that's good i mean i think yeah. that i mean maybe maybe it's just me and molly tom and if you don't agree it's fine but Z- zelda just holds a special place in my heart when it comes to video games um that there's very few games out there and, and i want to get to one more before we jump into tom had a couple topics he want to talk about and two quick little anecdotes well, before i get into that i do want to talk about one game that i know tom doesn't have a lot to say about i will or will not you will okay i have two words for you tom i'm ready slappers only oh my god golden i love it dude slappers only was so fun dude Okay. Or setting up just like only proximity mines, <laughs> just like getting oh stupid. So Goldeneye, for those of you who haven't played, if you haven't played Goldeneye, then I don't know, there's something wrong with you. It might be the quintessential game of the nineties. <laughs> like there was, like... <laughs> yeah. The fact that it had a character that you couldn't beat. It was such a great game, like, and the graphics are so bad, so but bad. it's okay. Like the campaign mode is amazing. The multiplayer, I have used this word revolutionary tonight. The multiplayer was revolutionary. Dude, it was like it invented screen watching. Yes. Yeah, it really did. Um, oh. I can't tell you how many hours upon hours upon hours I played that game. Me too. And uh, you know what the best part about those systems in that game was if you what? wanted to play with other people, you had to be in the same room as them. I know. Yeah. You had to connect. I missed that. You had to have four controllers or two controllers. Like, you know, anyway, beyond that. that Uh, Goldeneye was such a good game, dude. Yeah. And and so this is another game that we talked about earlier. So when you, when you unlock the cheats, you could go in before you started the game and turn cheats on and off. And like, you could, yeah, there was like a file that opened up like a file folder. You could do like paintball mode. um, You could do the big head mode. It wasn't called, Donkey Kong mode or something like that. I don't think it was Donkey Kong mode. I don't. I don't think it was called that. But they had. What else did they have? You you could unlock all the guns. Yeah, the golden gun. The golden. But you could unlock every single gun in the game and just have it on you. Um, were some of the cheats also levels? Like, were there added? No, I don't think there was any additional content. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, look up the cheats because there was something um, I'm missing. I know I am. And sixty four golden eye, like slow motion mode. So like everyone moved in slow motion, but you moved at yep. their speed. Um, so there was um, you could have two RPC nineties. Yep. You could unlock all weapons. Yep. You had the gold PP seven. Yep. Infinite ammo. Yep. Invincibility. Yep. Paintball mode. Yep. A silver PP seven. Yep. Stupid. You could have a silver PP. <laughs> Uh, slow animation, tiny bond, or turbo mode. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you could turn those on and off as you pleased. You could have them all Absolutely. on. You could have them all off. You could have some on, some off. So it was just, the, like you said, Tom, the graphics were so bad. So bad. But it was so awesome. Um, it was a great movie. 
And it was a great move yes. for them to turn that into a game for children. And it's just it's just so funny to me. Like, yeah, you think back of like all the James Bond movies. What James Bond movie had a video game besides Goldeneye? That, uh, has, that, that has been successful. There was another one. I don't remember. It was like Rogue Agent or something dumb. It wasn't, you know what I mean? So it was dumb. It was another Goldeneye. I think it was Goldeneye, like Rogue Agent. Goldeneye, Goldeneye, like, you say Goldeneye and people initially just. That's what they the think of. Game. They go to the video game. Da, da, da. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, is that who would have thought? And again, I liked Goldeneye, but I'm a Bond, James Bond fan. But so am I. Just you know, your typical person on the street is not going to be like, "What's your favorite Bond movie?" Oh, Goldeneye. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just so cool that that game turned into basically. Just I don't know. It, I, I love the fact of what it did. It's just so out of nowhere for me. Uh, there was a summer where I would just like sleep at like Ned Grady's house and then we'd ride our bikes to McDonald's for breakfast in the morning and then drive back to his house and play Goldeneye all day. And uh, it was like the first year South Park came out. Oh yeah. Because I just remember riding my bike to McDonald's for breakfast almost every day, um, playing Goldeneye and watching South Park. And it was like the best summer like a fifth grader could have. You know what I mean? Well, it's so funny because now you say that. I remember my parents eventually let me have a TV in my room. Molly, you're being very quiet, by the way. And so it was that really she never played small... Goldeneye, I guess. <laughs> is that really... I watched a lot of Goldeneye. It was that really small like game TV that we used to have. I remember the Sun Porch, and Mom just like got in TV, so she just gave me it. Anyway, I remember sitting up in my bedroom. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna laugh. Listening, I mean, watching, playing Goldeneye, and listening to "Stand" by Eminem. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that for sure. Uh, all up in your feels. All right, Tom. So we got to take a break in a minute, but why don't you go ahead? I know you had a couple things you want to talk about. So why don't you jump in? Okay. Um, you know my father. I do. Uh, beautiful man. Yeah. James Bond himself. Uh, he worked for a company called Parker Brothers, mm-hmm. which was a toy company. Uh, they did a lot of partnerships, I guess, with Nintendo. And uh, when I was uh, in 1991... He brought home a video game that they made with Parker Brothers made it with Reebok, the shoe company. It was called Drax Night Out and Dracula wore Reebok pumps that you had to pump up. They made the game and then decided not to release it. I was like one of 10 people in the world to have this game. Really? Yeah. Uh, You're like, actually, the my dad works at Nintendo. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. What was it called again? Drax Night Out. And on the cover of the game, it's like a little cartoon vampire with like these Reebok pumps. And during the game, you'd have to like pump up your shoes. Was and he like a punk Dracula? No, was he, he was like, like a, a traditional vampire. But he just went by Drac? Like, yeah, Drax Night Out. He, he oh, murdered okay. people by drinking their blood? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And you, you would wow. have, like have all these trap doors and like you'd hypnotize them. And then they would just like walk aimlessly and you'd wait till they walked in front of a trap and you'd pull the switch and they'd like die. So you shanghai them. Yes. Uh, but I remember that game. I didn't know until like much, much later. Right. It's, that it's, wasn't it's, like a, a real game that you could have, buy. You should have held on to. You probably could make billions off of today. I've looked it up and you could sell it now for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I don't. I maybe you, Reebok... you, looked up, you looked it up and it was actually just a fever dream that you had. No, it's a real game. Uh, it's made by Park Brothers, sponsored by Reebok. Uh, 1991, unreleased. Uh, and then my other little anecdote 
So because he had the Nintendo hookup, in 1990, the Super Nintendo was released in Japan. Mm-hmm. I got it in 1990 in all Japanese. It wasn't released in America for another year. So I had this game system that I was playing like Mario on. And when you jumped up and you like hit a, a information thing or whatever and words yeah. popped up, it was all in Japanese. <laughs> I had no fucking clue what anything said ever. And he was like, you're the first boy in America to have a Super Nintendo. And I was like, great. I, don't, I can't read it, Dad. Yeah. In 1990, I had a all Japanese Super Nintendo. And, oh, and didn't, had a, I, didn't I do that to you on on some things? Didn't I, I change like like Mario sixty four into French or something like that because I was mad at you? Damn. And then I couldn't Old figure out how to put it back either. <laughs> I also so the Nintendo sixty four had a major, major, major design flaw, and that was the reset button right on the top of the console. Yeah. So if you were mad at your older brother, you could and be like he was playing. Well, he was playing Mario and you wanted to play you could just walk by and oops i guess i stepped on the nintendo 64 yeah right on the reset button yeah if or people were sore losers and they were like gonna rage quit yeah yeah i can't tell you how often somebody just be like yeah that's a good one so i had two i had two strong hookups from john call and that was an unreleased video game and a, a early a full year playing the super nintendo it had a different name uh femcon or something like that i don't remember i'll look it up it's the the fem wagon (laughs) pat that's inappropriate i'm sorry so we're gonna take a break yeah when we come back you two yeah we're gonna talk about two games in particular yeah can't wait gta 5 super famicom oh yeah yep Super yeah. hot dog fun time. Yeah, pretty much, dude. So we're going to talk about GTA go. 5 and both Red Dead 1 and 2. Ooh, okay. Are you guys okay, cool. I'm ready. All right, so we'll be back in a few minutes. Okay. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. We are back. Tom, you look ready. I'm ready. Um, Pat, before we get into whatever the fuck you want to talk about, oh, God. Um, we haven't talked about anything other than N64 and uh, like two SNES games. Tom, you know what I love about you? What? You just totally surprised me with topics we never talked about. Okay, well, if <laughs> I said, hey, Pat. Three topics. Games we love, games we grew up on, and where games are uh, going. Yep. Games you grew up on were on lots of different uh, systems. Okay, all so right. I was right. going to say... Continue, continue, please. Um, is, I thought we should talk about... happy hour of Pat and Tom, not Pat, so continue. <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, you cow. <laughs> bovine. You bovine. Um... We could talk about our favorite NES games, SNES games, um, maybe Game Boy, maybe Game Gear, because I know you had a Game Gear. Fair enough. We can right? Do let's, let's do that. Let's start so, from the beginning, Pat. So first things first, NES. I, I did not have a Game Boy, so I, I okay. cannot speak to any of those games. Okay. Maybe Molly did. Maybe she had a pocket or a... No, but you know what Patrick did have? A virtual, virtual boy. boy. 
I don't know what that is. Oh, that was a like a VR type thing where it was like a goggles. You had to put your face in and it had a oh. stand set the I table. Think and it was red and black thing, and you put yeah. You had a, you had a I had that. Yeah. It gave you straight up migraines for yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I don't remember liking that. Um, it was also in a movie first kid or something like that was sinbad probably yeah it, it, it was the, the president's kid had it one was the yeah. hot toy that year yeah, yeah. oh yeah anyway so pat so, did you ever play super Nin- or just the regular nintendo i played all the nintendos so you can accept molly did you ever play nintendo yes what are your top three games for that i think i only played the mario games which which one if you had and, to pick one mario hunt, game and duck hunt Dude, Duck Hunt was such played, a great game. Yep. The sound that Duck gun Hunt. made. I think we only played Duck Hunt at our grandparents' house, though, because oh, I yeah. I would bet that probably our parents didn't allow us to have Duck Hunt because it had a gun. Yeah. Yeah, but my dad was like, played it at our shoot these ducks. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but Mario for sure. Super Mario Brothers 3, which is the goat Mario, in my yes. opinion. Yes, that's a good one. There's that's the only one I ever played. I didn't play one or two. I just played three. I mean, obviously, you got linked to the pass. Paperboy? Paperboy, Marble Madness. Did you play Paperboy? Marble Madness. I don't think I played that. Oh, Marble Madness is a good game. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you ever play Town and Country Surf Designs Wood and Water Rage from 1990 or 1988? No. What a name. Dude, it was straight from Hawaii. So you played, yeah. it was about a group of guys called Du Bois. There's four characters. Joe Cool, Tiki Man. <laughs> Cool Cat and Thrilla Gorilla. Of course, there was. <laughs> it was Why the two... two of them have cool in their names because they're that cool. Uh, there were you could skateboard, uh, surf, or do a combination of both. <laughs> the, the triathlon of, of California, dude. Sports. Wait, I played wait. this game every single day. How do you do both like simultaneously? No, like so. There was like, surfboard, yeah, no, so you could do this the street skate session. The whole game was like a competition. Like you competed in the, these events. Right. Well, time out. Well, fair enough, Molly. If it makes sense to you, this is the same guy who told me all about the Snoopy Olympics game he used to play. So. Yeah. Snoopy so it's like a biathlon, sports? basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. But it's yeah, but, like yeah. and surfing. Yeah. Wooden, okay. Got wooden it. water. Rage. Um, Pat, did you see the screenshots I sent you? I did. I laughed a lot. I'm not going to lie. Dude, that game was awesome. Me and Meg would play that all the time. I don't remember that game at all. It was like Snoopy Silly Sports (laughs) was the name of it, I think. It had the best soundtrack. Snoopy's Racist (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Spike was in it. You could play Spike. The The ne'er-do-well. Ne'er-do-well. Wait a minute. Joe Cool. Joe Cool was Snoopy's alter ego. Yes, it was. Wasn't I that think... one of the characters in, in, in yeah. you just mentioned, Tom? Yes, cool. and Joe Cool game? was also, cigarette. I think, the Marlboro yes. Camel. I think Joe you're cool. right. That was Joe Camel. No, he was Joe Cool because he had a cigarette. Joe, Joe Camel. Now nah, smoking's cool, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I can't believe you never heard of that game. Was was Gorilla Gorilla Battle Toads on NES? Uh, I think so. It was the front of that a big toad standing up? What else would it be? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like in triumphant, like yeah. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember if that was SNES or NES. I don't know. But Battle um, Toads, Battle Toads in general, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else I played on Nintendo. It's it's hard to remember. I'm not gonna lie. I had Duck Hunt, the Mario's games, obviously. Um, Link to the Ninja past. Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yep. Yeah. 
I'm do you remember the, the Ninja Turtles mode where you would beat up a car? Was it was it Ninja Turtles where you beat up a car? No, that was um. Oh, what's it called? Was it Street Fighter? Street Fighter. Maybe. Yes. I think so. Where you had to beat up a car, just like a parked car. Those were all for Super Nintendo, right? Remember when Street Fighter was like banned because it was so it was so violent. You ever see that movie with Van Damme? No. It's a good movie. So it's not a good. It's like a really good bad movie. If we're jumping, you know, we talked about those. If we're jumping to SNES, I have yeah. one game for you, Maul. You're gonna love this. Joe and Mac. Never heard of it. Say it again. Joe and Mac. Yes, the cavemen. The cavemen. And we could only get to like level three because the there was the giant T Rex that would come in from the left, and you yeah. had to fight it. And it was and so the, hard. The, the wheels were the best weapon because they just kind of screw yeah. along. Tom, you missed out. I've never used to rent that from Hollywood Video yep. all the time and no, never I get used, I used to call and make sure they had it before we went in. You reserved it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Trying to get that Joe and Mac Molly, attack? do you know that Tom used to work at West Coast Video? Really? I did. I got that. Uh, first of all, games and movies would come in on Thursdays. Yes. No, on Tuesdays. And then we would release them on Thursday. Yep. So I could have that whole time to take them home. So any N64 game or any movie that I wanted, I could have first dibs on before we released it to like the general public. So there were two. It was games, a great job to have. There were two games that I would call to reserve. Joe and Mac was one of them. The other one was the Nagano Olympics for N64. Nagano Olympics? What the fuck, dude? You don't remember that? You could do like no. sledding and ski jumping. That game and was fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I remember I Gex. Rent, I used to rent The Last Unicorn literally every time I went there. Well, you're wearing a Last Unicorn shirt. I am. So, did you guys ever play um, Aladdin or Lion King? Aladdin. Lion King, yes. Both yeah. those. Aladdin was one of my favorite games. Yep. I feel like the Lion King was like too hard. It was very yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, I agree. So, the Lion so King was Aladdin, very hard. But Aladdin, do you remember the level where you had to fly through the cave with, a, with the lava like rising? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was impossible. Yeah. Uh, it was impossible. And I think maybe because I was too young. Uh, like but, if I played it now, I'd be like, "Oh, this isn't so hard." Yeah, I'm not sure that's true though, because I feel like at the time, I mean, they were still figuring out like what video games were and how hard was too hard for. Yeah, a it was too. Movie, it's a you know? yeah. You're not wrong. It's like, I I feel like now games are so much more kind of aware of difficulty levels and things like that. Whereas I agree. The time, I mean, there were so many games that came out that were just they were impossible. There were sections games like Battle Kid and stuff like that that are like you can't beat that game. And like, what's the um, Ninja Gaiden? Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. impossible to beat. <laughs> I felt that way about Echo. Do you oh, ever put the game? What Echo? about what about Double Dragon? Double Dragon. Oh my god! Or or uh-huh. or or um. I never played Double Dragon. I know what it is. Oh, what is but did you ever play Echo the Dolphin? I couldn't yes. beat that game. I, I, oh, I didn't even know what the fuck was in, going on in that game. I had no idea either. Was I, that, that for... That was what Sega. system that was, was that, that for? Was Sega? Sega? Yeah, that game I sucked. The, I had that for Game Gear, but I never understood it. That game was so fucking hard. I was clueless. Mega Man? Mega Man was great, and there were so many of them. Mm-hmm. They made a million of those games. Mm-hmm. Were you guys ever into the Final Fantasy games? No. Not really. No, me either. Okay. Yeah. All right, before we lose track here, yeah, I want to introduce a game that we all know and love. Okay. Okay. So I have a couple different experiences I want to talk through. So with Molly, I have a lot of experience online game playing. Tom, I know you don't have a ton of experience. I don't like it. Which I fine, avoid which, online game which playing. Which is fine. 
but I would like you to kind of participate if you can. I refuse. <laughs> and then the other part of it, Molly, I know you play the story mode of this game, but Tom and I have some good experiences just with the story mode. So the game obviously is GTA five. Yes. So Molly bought me this game for my birthday. I don't even remember when. Way it's back. been out for like 10 years. Yeah. And they're still so, making new content. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember when she bought it for me, I tried to load it on my 360 and I had to go out and buy extra memory because it was so much stuff. In yeah. It. Anyway, the story mode is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, absolutely. Um, what was your favorite part of that story mode? Um, I like the heist at the end. I don't know. <laughs> you know that heist you do? Okay, so can I be honest with you? Yeah. Um, I beat that game. Yeah. And then I spent the next, I don't know, eight years um just dicking around. Well, we'll get to that Tom. Like I don't we'll I don't get, remember a whole yeah, lot of the story mode. My my I think the cool part was the fact they had three characters. Yeah, and you, you could, could switch like switch in between. Yeah, them. I agree. Like, yeah. That I thought that was a cool concept they did they did. Um I thought the wor- the the world itself was so much more in depth. Any, I mean, obviously, than any other GTA game before, but um, yeah, it was so um, San Andreas was kind of big, yes. Vice City it, wasn't that big, but it, but it was empty though. And GTA 5 yeah. wasn't, there was right. more people, and people interaction, were with you. you could go into places like there was more. It didn't feel like, oh, I'm driving through a movie set, they're like, there's actually literally a movie set in the yeah, <laughs> in there the is. World. I thought it was really interesting, even in the story mode, um, but in online as well, that there's so many games that kind of promise that like, oh, you play your way. Um, and and this is c- kind of where I think games are going too, is more delivering on that promise of if you want to, you know, bust in and shoot everything and, you know, cause a big rest, like shoot rockets in, then that's cool. But there's also, there's like a mission where you go in and you check out the jewelry store and you figure out how you're going to rob it and you figure, and you figure out the stealth and then you do the stealth. And I liked that GTA five introduced those concepts in the story mode that then you then really kind of carried into a lot of the online modes as well. Well, and, and you said something interesting there. For Red Dead Redemption, we'll get to in a second. Like you had the honor system, so you yeah. you could choose to kill people all you wanted, but there was consequences. I love how you know? that influenced how the game unfolded. Right. Yes, exactly. the choices you made impacted how the game unfolded before you. You could yeah. have X amount of endings depending on what you did. It wasn't exactly. even that. It was the fact that how people treated you. Exactly. Or, uh, you know, things that would happen to you or be available to you. Yep. Um, but going back to GTA, uh, you know what levels I hated? Anything with like an RC car? Oh my god! Yeah. Or so, an airplane? That was it in just Vice sucked. City a lot. That was in Vice City a lot. Um, yeah. Was they had to like blow up a building with like uh, a remote control plane, or or it was a San Andreas too. I remember it in GTA Five though. Am I making that up? I think there were one or two. Yeah. Where you I had like, have the hardest time, and you have they to like weren't, they weren't as bad as Vice City. And yeah, you're right. San Andreas. Yeah. But I just hate that shit. And like the time trials when you're in an airplane, because I know Trevor had to do it at one point. Yep. And it's like you have to fly time trials between the, uh, the race. any race in general, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I like the heist stuff. You're right. The heist is awesome. Unfortunately, um, I have two Xboxes, right? And I they're both full. And so I bought an external hard drive to move everything onto that I can play on either Xbox as I see fit. And as I was, I got everything moved and it was, pl- the hard drive was plugged into my Xbox 
and I meant to delete GTA 5 off of my Xbox to clear up space, but keep it on the hard drive, and it got deleted from both. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. And um, I was pretty butthurt. Yeah. Um, I still have the hard copy of the game, but all of the saved game data is uh, long gone. Well, I, I feel like too, so. with with GTA 5, I think what takes it from being a really good game to being a great game is exactly what we talked about just a minute ago. That's been out for like 10 years now. Yeah. And like I paid $60 for that game when it came out. And I have not paid a penny since then. But they have released new missions, new modes. Like the world itself is completely different from yeah. what it was when it was like it's a different game than from what Absolutely. it was. Absolutely. And the fact that Rockstar was like, you pay this one time and like, you're going to have this experience and everything. Like I will buy every GTA game that comes out now because I know. Are they making another one? Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they but, to, but, but they haven't come out with one in 10 years. Exactly. Gonna, because they've been releasing content. They, they want to. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. Um, and I think that that's one, a really smart thing they did because a game like destiny, which is amazing, but they and and lots of other games as well you buy a season pass and you have to to pay for them to get more content yeah and it's like i paid 60 dollars for the game i don't feel like i should have to keep paying more and more absolutely yeah and yes it supports the studio and it supports like and i believe in paying for good content and everything but it's like the gta model of we're going to commit that if you buy this game we're going to keep delivering on it I think earns them a lot of trust. I think it, it, it's a really good business model to take. Um, and it seems like they're doing something similar with Red Dead Redemption, where they're continually releasing new content, new missions, new storylines, new characters, everything. And they're, they're maintaining and growing their customer base with every single thing that they're releasing. I think Red Dead Redemption 2 might be my favorite video game of all time. It is just so much content in that game. Mm-hmm. The views are stunning. Like the graphics are amazing. You feel like it's a real photograph. Um, the things you can do are just unbelievable. The number of times in that game that I've been just like riding a horse through mountains and just stopped to look at, like, oh my someone God. had to have this artistic vision to yeah. create this. It's amazing. I will say too, and I know you guys have talked about it a little bit before, but I just started watching Westworld. I just finished the first season Mm -hmm. and having played so much Red Dead, like, right. It correlates. I feel so weird about this now. Yeah. (laughs) You feel like you're right there in it. Yeah. Have you not watched um, Westworld before? No, I hadn't. I don't. And I was, I'm watching it. I'm like, how was I not so into this already? This is yeah, so. I was exactly obsessed. It's I had, I had a whole binder full of like theories and like um, notes. And I was like drawn out timelines and like, I was so into it. Nerd, I was, when we got to the last yeah, episode, alert. I was like, oh, this is so-and-so and that's this person. And this is how the timelines are working. And Chuck is like, did you finish the first season? We did, yeah. So what do you know? Because I don't want to spoil. Um, I called that... All right, so spoilers for season one of Westworld. Um, I called that Dolores was Wyatt, like three episodes from the end of the series. Yep. Um, I called that William was the man in black, second to last episode. So multiple timelines? 
Yeah, exactly. That I was like, none of this is happening at the same time. I had that early on because you would see the different Westworld logos in different parts of the, um, and it was like one seemed older than the other, like a more retro version of it. And I was like, I guarantee you there's multiple timelines happening right now. And what sealed it for me was when I forget his name, but William's brother-in-law shows him the picture of his fiance. And you realize it's the picture that Dolores' father found in like the second episode Yeah, that caused him to lose his mind. It's like, yeah, Ben Barnes plays that guy. What's his name? Logan? Logan, yes. Logan, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he broke his foot right before they started filming, and he was afraid they were going to fire him, so he didn't say anything, and he just walked around oh with like a broken foot for the whole first season, and then he had to like keep the limp because it was like part of his quote unquote character. I have to say, so I'm normally really, really good when I'm watching something and I see an actor and I can say exactly what they were in. Otherwise, there are two actors in Westworld that because we were watching it, we had just watched Crash. I'm like, oh, that's Tandy Newton. She was in Crash. She was so and so. But the actor who plays Hector was, yeah. and I know you guys hate this movie. I do too. But he was in Love Actually, yeah. and that's why I couldn't place them. Is that I was like, it, it's so not the same world. But the woman and the McPoyles. The McPoyles are out in Westworld just yeah. shooting it up. I'm so glad though, because he's such a good actor and he's such like a good looking dude. And then so he's so good. He's, good then good. Then yeah, he's in he's I mean always what? He's not a good looking dude. Pat, are you inside your house right now, away from your microphone? He's yeah, ugly you, as Sid. He's not all right, Pat. Whatever. Anyway. Um <laughs> But yeah, there's one other person who we just couldn't place, and it turns out she's like Elon Musk's ex-wife or something. Who is it? The woman, she was the blonde woman that they found, uh, the man in black found when they found all of the people that Wyatt supposedly killed, and then she killed Teddy. Um, she's a, I don't even know that she has a name, but she's okay. a very distinctive face, and I can't place who she is. Anyway... Red Dead Redemption, totally agree with you. The second yeah, one, yeah. Is I'm not, the best game ever made. Yeah. Um, um, I have to say, too, that, I, well, spoilers for Red Dead Redemption, too. I haven't, I, finished, even it though, I haven't finished it. Okay. Then I won't I'm say a word. I finished it. Uh, finished I it years not, ago. I you not. haven't finished it yet? Dude, I haven't played that game. Are you going to? Someday. Well, right. there's different endings, so maybe your ending will be different than her ending. All right, ending. here's the deal. Oh. I'm going to take my headphones off. You All guys right. can discuss it. Hold on. And I'm going to forget the character's name, too. The main character in two. Arthur? Arthur, yeah. When he gets killed on the mountain at the, the end, up when I can put my and then back. you start playing as... Um, John Marsden? John Marsden. Yep. Even though it's the same twist as Red Dead Redemption 1, yeah. I was still just completely blown away by it. Like, I totally didn't so think at all. good. I was afraid that to beat it for a long time because, like, I didn't want Arthur to die. And yeah. I didn't want the game to be over. And yeah. so I just kept doing all these other side missions and, like, I was so relieved that you get to keep playing yeah. John Marsden. And even when his little epilogue ends, you can keep playing. Yeah. There's like no end. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way in games though. Um, in Breath of the Wild, I didn't do the final battle for like a year and a half. I did literally every single thing you can do in Breath yeah. of the Wild except fight Ganon. You don't want it I to end. You don't want it to be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that for Red Dead. Yeah. Um, so how long get... between one and two? Red Dead one came out when that and was when a did Red Dead? Game. So that must have been yeah. back in like 
We got that, that when you were on five, Cherry Street. Yeah, like 2007, 8, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, that game took a long time game, to me. Gun. Gun. I do remember that game. That game was awesome. It was horrible. <laughs> no, dude, that game was sick. That game was the tits. <gasps> Boy, that was good. Um, that was I don't. I remember that game, but I don't remember anything about that game. I remember we played a lot of Rock Band. Oh, not Guitar Hero, Rock Band. We're not going to go over our band names or bands. Well, I forget what it was. What was it? Uh, I don't remember either. Sorry. I plead the fifth. It was not. Yep. It was not podcast appropriate. Well, I'll say it, Pat. You know Wait, hold on. If you want to find out what our band name was, just email us at. Happy hour guys at gmail.com. That's H A P P Y H O U R. I don't know a word I'm spelling. I forget. G U Y Z at gmail.com. I got lost in my own thought. If you I... want to know what our band names and band member names were, Tom will tell you. Yeah, or you can hit us up on Instagram at. He, uh... won't, he won't tell you on Instagram, though. <laughs> Happy hour. Be, it has to be through email. It's an email exclusive. Yes. No, someone's not in the room with me, Pat. You sent me a group chat. Yeah, I know. Cause I, just saw I hope shadows. someone was in the room with you because someone was in the room with you. Yeah, there was shadows off to your side of you, like keep coming on the screen. I have my feet up. Oh, all right. It literally looks oh, like that's this. It looks yeah. like a person waving a blanket. Yeah. I got my, I have an L shaped desk and I had my feet up. And it was funny. I you saw it on the screen when I saw it the first time. Like, you, like weren't, that? Even, you weren't reacting to yeah. it. So I was like, oh my God. Nah, is it's your, my is feet. your house haunted? <laughs> I got some oh, sockies on. Are we seeing ghosts right now? Uh, ghosts. Anyway, back to GTA really quick. So let me. Real know, quick, we we kind of branched off there to some things that I don't care. Yeah, about. to a better game. I love yeah. GTA, yeah. but I'm, I don't think I'm going to replay it because oh, no. it's just so much to go back and do. But we go back to the nostalgia thing. Yeah. Yeah, nostalgia. Yano, Jesus. Hey, um, hey, Tom. hey. So, hey. do you remember the days when we were young, <laughs> childless? I'm still both those things. I wouldn't go with young, but um, <laughs> younger than you. And we would hang out, and we'd you know get a bottle of uh, Jim Beam Maple. First of all, there, these days were when I was living. Oh wait a minute, we what? didn't touch on a very important game franchise. What? Assassin's Creed. Oh I fuck yeah! That. The, I was going to talk the, about the, online the, modes and where they're headed. The Jim were, Beam Maple. Dude, there were so many nights where I would be playing uh, Assassin's Creed and I would start and all of a sudden the sun was coming up and I'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> Just like, so whoops. Any any Assassin's Creed with Creed with Ezio was awesome. You can buy the Ezio collection for like 20 bucks and they've remastered them. But then Assassin's Creed 3, unbelievable. Is that the one, that's uh, the Brotherhood? Revo- that's the Revolutionary War. Yes, one. I love that one. Yes. Um, Black Sails, awesome. Black Flag. So, Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah, Black Flag so, was the first one I ever played, and it was the first game I got for the Xbox One. And it was like I had just gotten a big TV and my Xbox One, and I, I had that. Black Flag, and I just could not stop playing it. Yeah, it is so good. So good. Um, what's his name in four? The pirate one. Well, the, the boat of the Jackdaw. The Jackdaw is yeah. in the boat. The, ship. the Jackdaw is in. Uh, the one with um, seeing Chuck distracted me. I got distracted by something shiny. Um, way to go, Chuck! God damn it, Chuck! He's a shiny boy. Um, okay, the Jackdaw. When you're playing 
Assassin's Creed 3, you can see the jackdaw in like a lake. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like it's crashed. Like, I don't know. Like somehow it got there. I really and hope then... it wasn't in a lake. It's Edward in like a... Kenway. 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 Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, the jackdaw is in the third one. Look at that. I don't know. I guess so, it took Assassin's me a long time to get out. The, I mean, the story modes are, are incredible. And like the mechanics of those games are like, well, a lot of games are kind of copying similar things now, but like yeah, they, they were so the parkour unusual before. Yeah. But the online, I don't know how much online you guys played. I don't normally love, honestly, Zero. online. I didn't play any online. Zero. Okay. Yeah. So the online Assassin's Creed was brilliant. It was basically hide and seek. And so there would be like nine character models in a level and you'd pick one of them. And then depending on the mode, you would either have a specific target that you had to find, or you'd have to find just like someone on the other team, or you'd have to find anybody. And so you had to figure out who the NPCs were and who the actual players were. And there were all these ways that you could blend into crowds and move with crowds and like all these different weapons. It, it was brilliant because it wasn't all out combat. It wasn't like, you know, bloodbath mode. It was very self in a lot of ways. And some people played it. When did these come out? There was it because was because I know the Assassin's Flag. Creed have been out for a while, but when did the yes. online? Black Flag, Black Flag had it for yeah. sure, yeah, and I think Black the one Flag before is. that may have had it. Because I won't lie, there was a bunch that I didn't play. Yeah, me too. Um, like the London one where you're like Jack the Ripper Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate. Oh. I never played Syndicate. I didn't play the Egypt one. No. Um, Origins, a Odyssey, I didn't, the didn't one that just I played the one in Paris. I kind of want to. I didn't play. Oh, the, I did yeah. play the Paris one because you go back to like World War Two at some point. World War One. Yes. Yeah, yes. and there's like a blimp and oh, planes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Um, I don't think they're as good as the Ezio ones though. No, Ezio ones are my favorite. Yeah. Hands down. I just thought like so with things like titanfall and and games like that that were purely online there was there is a story mode but it's part like you have to play online kind of like destiny. Um, and destiny yeah so as there are more and more games coming out like that where it kind of forces you to be part of the online experience i think that games are getting better destiny is not particularly good at it unfortunately because i love destiny but that i think the way those modes are headed is that they're going to embrace more and more and more ways of playing and then do them better and better and better. And so like with destiny, where there's a, there's the hunter class, which is supposed to be, you know, the silent assassin that it's, you know, snipers and distance and everything like that. And that's flappers only <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> that's the class that I always play in any kind of game like that. Slappers. But <laughs> Sorry. Flappers <laughs> uh... <laughs> only. But it's not done particularly well. It's not really different from any other class that you can play as. And it feels like as more and more games really nail experiences and modes of playing like the stealth pieces, when they do it really, really well, that more and more games are going to start picking up pieces of that. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to start seeing more differentiated gameplay like that, like Red Dead Redemption, where depending on how you play, you have a totally different experience and different endings. Um, but that you'll be able to play more and more and more the way that you want to play. Here's my issue with online. 
Um, I die too quickly, and it's not enjoyable for me. Agreed. Uh, no matter so, what the so, game so is. Tom, to no, fair- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no matter what the game is, if it's uh, any of the Call of Duties, or I love Call of Duty, and I have since the beginning. Um, but if you play online, it's just not fun. And like the um, GTA Five, I'm, I tried to play online with you, Molly. And first of all, to load into that game took like 45 minutes. Yes. Uh, then I ran you over with my hot pink smart car. Yes, and it just wasn't fun. Yeah. And then the same with Red Dead 2. Um, I tried to play online. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just I died too quickly, and it's just not enjoyable. So, Tom, what Mo- Molly is saying, though, brings up is something you got to listen to, though. So the past online games have been kind of this, you know, right. it's you're right. your character and everyone else is against you. But like this game, Destiny, you, I know you haven't played it, but basically... It's I remember when you got it, though. It's an online game, but you're not battling other players. There's a story mode that you can involve other people in, or you can okay. play by yourself. Got you. Um, they do have PvP on it, but the most of it is just everyone's online playing this game, but we're all doing like missions toward gotcha. a common goal as gotcha. opposed to battling each other. So that's what Molly is saying is that online now is less about that like Red Dead Redemption, GTA type of stuff and more like that collaboration and like, you know, not PvP. And I will say too, Destiny, I I know it sounds like I was criticizing Destiny before, but it does that really well. And (laughs) as a woman playing video games, you might be surprised to hear that it's not always a very friendly environment. (laughs) I've been harassed on GTA Online a lot. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. What? I know. I have never once been harassed in Destiny. Not that I'm sure it happens, but people are generally like just nicer. And I, I think it's the, the type of person who's playing those well, games. It's the goal. I don't want to characterize or stereotype, I mean, but. But the, the, the characters themselves are not sexualized. Like you can tell that my character is female, but she's not like. A hooker. You know, in GTA, Huge titties. all the women are walking around in bikinis and everything like that, which you know, I'm not shaming anybody, but like the my my character is wearing like battle appropriate clothing <laughs> in, in yeah. Destiny. Um, and I it feels like and maybe you're right, Tom, that there there are kind of will be those emerging communities where people find like their gaming mm-hmm. space that I don't like. I mean, I don't like Call of Duty anyway. But I understand exactly what you're saying, that you load in and you immediately die. I never played a lot of Halo. I'd rather play a campaign on those games. The campaign is so fun. Exactly. I I never played Halo campaigns because I just, you know, didn't enjoy loading in and getting shot in the face. But um, yeah, with Destiny, you have to actively join a PvP event or something like that in order to have that experience. It's not just, you know, everyone all together. Exactly, but, but that's what everyone's into nowadays. Because like everyone who's playing Fortnite and the um, the Call of Duty Battle Zone or whatever it is, it's like everyone who's playing is in one thing together, mm-hmm. and that's just not for me, baby. Well, I'm telling you, if you give these other th- uh, online stuff a chance, you you might find you like it. Like Destiny, probably Destiny. I know for a fact you would like. I played Destiny with you. So Pat and I used to live on the same street in Gloucester. Um, it was like a 25 second walk from his house to my house. And we would play video games until three or four in the morning. We get hammered and then he'd walk home. 
we would get mics because it was also at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. We'd just get like eight pounds of chicken fingers yep. and we would get shit faced and play video games all night. And we, buddy, I miss those nights yeah, for the record. Typically we played GTA and the way we played that was we played the campaign mode, story mode. And but I'd then you the, could just dick around. I'd get the controller, put in some cheap modes, start dicking around. And when I died, it was Tom's turn. Yeah. And we just do that until, you know, there was no rhyme or reason for what we were doing. We were just passing yeah. off. Or we do the same thing with like Assassin's Creed, like the Black Flag games. Or the Batman games. Oh, or the Injustice. Injustice. But we also had like, um, I mean, I have them now, but uh, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight. What was Arkham the Knight. first one we played? I don't remember. Don't you know? Don't you remember? Like it was like, you know, Bruce Wayne went to the asylum and like he had to Arkham Asylum way out and like, you know, they, they airdropped his suit in. Oh, yeah. Probably Arkham Asylum. Right. I don't know. I don't know. You killed but that Joker game was awesome. You, you you killed Joker in it. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. Tom, um, I feel a little responsible for you hating GTA because I I just remembered. I think it was the first time you were playing. I was like, let's all go for an airplane ride together, and I picked you guys up in like a jumbo jet, and I was just flying you around the map and having a lovely time, and then I jumped out of the plane and didn't tell you, and neither of you noticed. And yeah. uh, and I have not played online since. <laughs> I'm telling you, or will I now? Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reload all that nonsense. You would love Destiny. Yeah, I my point of bringing up Gloucester was the fact that you bought that game, and I remember you playing that, and I did play with you. Yep. Um, on those wild nights. Yep. It's one of those games too that I mean I have trouble sometimes with Assassin's Creed because I didn't get into it from the very beginning, and so my entry point was partway through the narrative and so there's there's definitely pieces of the story that i'm missing and they do a good job of catching you up but you know it's that's kind of how i feel about not to get too into things but into like marvel and things like that that i just yeah. don't feel like i can get into it at this point destiny you can get as deep into the story as you want to or not like there's a whole thing <laughs> um there's like this whole grimoire online that you can get into that has the history of the factions of the different races that you're fighting and what's happening in like them culturally and all of these things. Or you can just play the game and follow the story. Um, yeah. That, which I think is a really, it's a, it's a great way of catering to different sort of interest levels. And yeah. I have an, I have a question. What do you guys think about movies that are based off the video game? Not yeah, video games I, that are based off gonna, a movie, but when I they was, make a movie based off the game. I was going to ask this question. Did you like Assassin's Creed the movie? I loved it, and I think I'm in the minority. Loved it. Loved I love that. that with Fassbenda. Oh, that is I did movie. not realize that it had already come out. Oh, it's been out for a while. It's I know. Probably, it came out in like 2015. You should, you should check it out. You'd probably like it. Yeah. Um, it's actually, as far as a video game movie, it's probably one of my... like. Okay. Probably one of the only ones, I mean, in my opinion, that has been done well. Um, that movie got tanked. horrible ratings. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else hated that movie, they but I fucking make, loved it. They were going to make a whole like series out of it, and it's not but that happen. that that was in the works for. You I mean how long was they trying to make that movie for? Oh yeah, yeah. And like different car- actors were like in for it and then out for it, yeah. and it's like it was in. It just couldn't get made, and then yeah. it came out, and then it was like I loved I, it. I thought it was amazing. It's um, like a really challenging undertaking. I mean, when you're making a when you're making a book into a movie, the book exists. The book is what it is, and it doesn't change. 
Whereas with the game, it's sort of a dynamic experience that everybody has a little bit differently. Right. Sure. And so I wonder if people's either the way they connect to it or the way they've experienced it changes the how receptive they're apt to be. That being said, you know, the Witcher series came out. I loved it so much. But then again, that has been several different that has come out in several different media. They said that games, so maybe they said that they didn't want the show to be based on the game. Yeah. That's my point. I remember they said that. But I'm saying that the character the characters in the storyline maybe because they've already appeared in multiple media, that it's sort of people maybe are a little bit more open to another one. Well, and then that's what I was saying for this uh, Assassin's Creed movie, Molly. They don't like have Ezio in it, or it, it's a yeah. completely separate story. It's the just similar. Thing, the only thing that's the same is like the Animus and what and the, the Templars and yes, the um, yes, that's in it. Assassins. But as far as the people, the characters are there's completely side story. Like you have no idea who these people are. They're just involved in the same technology essentially. Right. You're not. Um, what was his name? The in the real world. I don't. Wouldn't remember. you? In the game. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, um, when you come out of the Animus and you get to do those shitty missions as well, like... there's there's different... Whatever his name is. a different is. person, but the Ezio ones had one specific kid, and I can't remember his name. He had a stupid name, and those were stupid missions. You have to you walk around M. the tower. You with the M? Miles? Miles? It's something like that. I don't know. It's like, look in the office for like the secret file. Climb out yeah. the window. They're like, stupid. Oh, no, you have to finish in the Animus. Yeah. Back in the Animus. You guys ever watch that Super Mario movie with real oh people? Awesome. awesome. <laughs> with John Leguizamo and um, Bill. Oh, fuck. Bob. Bob Hoskins. Yes, thank you. I feel and like James that movie Hopper. is the reason that we don't have a Zelda movie. Yep. That movie's really dark. It's, it's bad. Yeah. But it's really good, though. I love it. Oh, a Zelda movie would be fantastic. The only problem with the Zelda movie, Molly? Link couldn't talk. Right. And that's and that's again what I mean that it doesn't lend itself to that medium. Right. Yeah. And you, and you know and and you can get away with it in certain areas, but like what makes it a great game makes it not a great movie. Right. Because if you Link had a voice, you're kind of like, eh. right. That's not okay. That's that would that would destroy yeah. the character. Uh, what other movies or games or what other movies or shows are based off a video game? I mean, you got the Resident Evil ones. You got. Um, uh, you have The Witcher. You have Mario. You have Sonic. <laughs> well, there was a cartoon Pokemon? in there. What did you say? Pokemon. I never, ever got into Pokemon. Me either. Me either. Never been into it. Me so, I think I was a, the just a little too old when it came out. Yep. And I was like, that stuff's for babies. Yeah, me too. Me too. It seems like something I would have been super into if I had been the right age for it. But... Well, I know a lot of people my age and even a little older yeah, who were like super into age. it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, what about, didn't you tell me they're coming out with a Showtime Halo series? They are. I forgot yeah, all Molly, about that. Really? A live with action. Halo a live action. With wow. Master Chief, like the whole nine yards. It's a Halo. I still haven't played Halo 5 or finished it rather. You and I were playing that for a while, weren't we? We were, and then they, we just stopped. I gotta finish a, it. They came out with a new one, you know. I know. I gotta. I gotta. I think it's because it was when Destiny came out, and I was so invested in Destiny, and then I just. But so there is. I'll tell you this much. I think it's on Netflix. I could be wrong. I'll look it up. But there is a live action kind of. I wouldn't call it a movie, but it's called Ford Unto Dawn. Yes. 
and it's about it's in the halo universe and it's actually not too bad it's not it's not great it's not horrible though i had breaking news Uh-oh. uh michaela can hear me mm-hmm. apparently mm-hmm. and she just texted me and she goes i think they're making a star fox movie that's stupid what that movie was awesome i mean that game was awesome yeah i never said that game wasn't awesome the movie would be stupid why I, with this people said that about assassin's creed with the success okay. of the poker okay. the okay. pikachu okay. It's and a, sonic it's a, one it's a fox flying a you know spaceship that just doesn't appeal to me sonic the hedgehog it's not it's, for you it's for children um here's the deal um i never got into pokemon so i haven't i don't care about those movies i love sonic i loved it so much i had sonic one sonic two uh for my game gear i had a little a hedgehog stuffed animal like a sonic one um when that movie comes out on like hbo where i don't have to pay for it i'll watch it um and if they made a star fox movie you bet your ass i'd see it i wouldn't, I wouldn't oh my god i, I was so I into that care enough i love those games don't get me wrong i would never go see a star fox movie well you wouldn't see any movie pat no but i would, I yuck would is yum i would actively yeah don't yuck my yum don't be a yum yucker that is my job is to piss all over everything that's good in his life <laughs> Hey guys, tune in next week and you can guess when he pees. <laughs> well, Tom, I, I hate to say it though, but we probably should wrap up at some point. Wrap it up. So, can I make one more point? Absolutely. No. Last thought. Nope. Cut her off. There's one other game that I think is I did not get into until it came out on the Switch. Nope. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to unmute you. Did you mute her? I did. I don't know how to unmute you. <laughs> Well, there you go. Thanks for that. <laughs> I forgot I'm the host. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, you just, told me to cut her mute. off, Tom. Yeah, you just muted Thanks for me. Listening. Um, Wish you could do that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not get into this game when it first came out and I believe the early 2000s, but it came out on the Switch and a friend of mine was playing and it was at the start of the pandemic when I needed some joy and relaxation in my life I started playing Animal Crossing and I thought it was going to be kind of like the Sims but for children it has got to be one of the loveliest games I've ever played it is you are just a little person and you move on to this little island and there are little animals that you make friends with and you build a house and you catch bugs and you trade them in and you make your house nicer and you plant flowers and then there's spiders that come out at night sometimes. Damn. Right. Mom, but I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds horrible. I have a... It is a quiet, peaceful... You can literally, quote, beat the game in one day. But the point is not to beat the game. The point is basically to just be quiet and make your <laughs> island nice. Molly, good news. I can make you be quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> mute so at the, um, start, at the start of the pandemic when we couldn't leave home and i didn't know what the work situation was going to be and my dog had heartworm and like all of this stuff was going on i sat out on my balcony and i played animal crossing for like an hour a day and it was just so relaxing and calm it, it seems like the kind of game you would smoke a big doobie before if I smoked big doobies, I would probably smoke the biggest doobie right before playing Animal Crossing. It seems I, like one of those games you would play while you were... Uh, I don't doubt in the slightest. In fact, yeah. I know of people who who almost exclusively play that way. 
Yeah. Uh, but I, I love that from, you know, the Call of Duties and things like that, um, that we've kind of gotten to a point where games can be so differentiated that we can have at the same time a GTA five and an animal crossing. <laughs> sure. There's a certain juxtaposition there. Exactly. And that they're, 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 they're both great games that you can play in different ways for different mm-hmm. reasons. I can appreciate that. Yeah. I, I'm not going to play it, <laughs> <laughs> but I can appreciate Paul, that. I, I appreciate your input on that though. I agree with you. Sometimes I think it's nice. I knew my coworker, her husband and wife play that. And they don't have children, but they have like a children's game on their <laughs> Switch, and they play it together. And they like argue about whose turn it is to play, and it's like they're super into it. And I don't play for like nine hours at a time. Um, that's the other thing is that there's only so much you can do at a time. Okay. And when you've done everything, it's kind of like you're done playing for the day. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it sort of has these built-in breaks in there, which is nice too. That's but... great if you're giving it to a kid because it's yes. down in their screen time. Exactly. Because I would play until the sun came up and not realize it. But if the game was like, oh, you've done all you can do, it's like, great, I'll turn it off. The game's like, go to bed. Well, it also also runs in real time. So when it's night where you are, it's night in the game, too. It's crazy. Yeah. And so you kind of actually do have a sense of time while you're playing it. I don't like it for that reason. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? I want to forget about the world. You're also trying to make friends with like your 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 jellyfish neighbors and stuff. So the jellyfish neighbors. I don't know. Pat, didn't you and I go to the jellyfish down in Fort Lauderdale? We did. did. (laughs) Didn't we lose track of time in the jellyfish? Molly, does these jellyfish live in a pineapple under the sea? Uh... Hey, uh, I have a grievance. Okay, no, no. Wednesday's show is about grievances. So you are just not give me, just give no, me 15 no, seconds. No, no, write it down. Write it down. Okay. Write it down. All right, guys. Try and step up your grievance with my Animal Crossing. Yes. No, his I got the ADD brain, so I, I often get triggered into yep. another thought. Yep. Like and so that's brain. why I'm stopping him right now. Yeah. That's why I'm a good co-host. All right. All right. All right. So here's the deal, everyone. So we're we're ending the show tonight. <laughs> so Molly, shut up. <laughs> so we're gonna air again on wednesday so here's the deal no we're gonna film again on wednesday it'll be out on thursday okay fine whatever. right Isn't that what we're doing whatever christmas eve it'll be out on christmas eve i don't know it's so, your christmas gift here's the deal. <laughs> tom and i are gonna go on the air at the same time we usually do so probably about you know what eight o'clock my time nine o'clock your time hopefully I'm gonna yeah try, i'm gonna try and make it a little earlier we'll see um, you won't but okay and we're just going to start talking about everything we hate and we're going to air our, our grievances. <laughs> it's a terrible episode and we're going to air our grievances and we're going to be drinking oh is that from um seinfeld the airing of the grievances it's for the festivus festivus for the rest of us yeah. so we're going to have a festivus episode so we're going to have a festivus episode got it i can get on board with that so here's the deal i'm just going to we're going to do zoom again okay so <laughs> okay honestly like if you want to be on the show if it's for like 20 minutes or five minutes or whatever let me know. We'll get a sign-up sheet going. Hop on. You have to be drinking the entire time you're on the air with us. Yeah. You have to have a list of grievances. And honestly, if you have a list of grievances, Tom and I are going to go on mute, and you can just go. And then we're I'm not going to mute myself, but they can they can go. And then we're going to tell you. Can the grievances be that you have so many grievances? Yes. No. Muted. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Great. So, so I think most of our listeners are in my time zone. Yes. So. That's so 
so Wednesday night, uh, nine o'clock, we'll start filming. Uh, nine to whenever. Yep, we'll just keep nine p.m. till you know probably ten, till, but maybe till after qu- till question mark. Right, but probably ten. Okay. Um, Tom, Tom, when was the last time we had an episode that was an hour long? I'm just saying, don't text me at you know midnight and be like, "Yo, let me get on the episode." Right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tenth, eleven, nine to eleven. Nine to eleven. There you just, go. <laughs> like, We're don't text now. me on like Thursday. Be like, "Yo, let me get on." <laughs> No, man, episode ended with the question mark. Pat said it ended in a question mark. <laughs> wow. Well, Fire email up. Pat then. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, if you want to be on, we're happy to have you. We can argue with you. We can fight you. We can just give you the, the space to talk. But the rules are you have to be drinking the entire time you're, you're on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's including when you're talking. So if you want to get on the show, you can email us at happyhourguys at gmail.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-G-U-I-Z at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram at happyhour with T-N-P. Tom, I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Would you be against my daughter having a little section to talk about? Yeah. Does she have grievances? (laughs) What? I mean, I'm in her life, so yes. Is that the whole joke right there? Okay, shut the fuck up. Is her grievance that she's not getting a pet unicorn for Christmas, even though Santa said she could? Yes, exactly. And also, she's upset that Santa robbed you. I'm sure she is. Anyway, so does that sound good, Tom? I'm Sure. Does your daughter really want to come on our show? No, I would just sit throw her out there. Anyway, Molly. Uh, <laughs> do you want you her on the show? so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me tonight. It was a delight. And I'm sorry for sending so much horrible, horrible hate mail. Molly, you have stopped. I haven't gotten an email from you in a while. Well, you didn't respond to my last one, which was actually an email for Yano. Oh, actually. I did send him a text. He sent it to Yano in a group text. I did. Burn! (laughs) So. I did. He did send it to Yano. But um, keep up the hate mail. We love hate mail. Yeah, because I'm a really we, hateful person. So. We, we let the haters be our motivators. We will continue to call you out on air. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Molly, would you like to do the honors and um, give us our sign off? Uh, make sure you uh, no. stay stay positive, test negative, and listen to the next one because the next one is the best one. Close enough, Molly. Thanks for coming on. Thank the you. Next one is probably better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning Next in. one is the next one. The, the next, next one, one will be the next one. <laughs> That's a good one. We should use that one. <laughs> the next one will be the next one. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. On Wednesday. Say bye, Molly. Bye. No, say it like we do. Bye. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You, I set you up, Molly. You didn't go for it. I said, say bye, Molly. Bye, Molly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's try this one more time. All right. So, Molly, say goodbye, Molly. Goodbye, Molly. (laughs) 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 Chuckle, chuckle.